Aborigines Shamanism, of Australia, in 10 minutes, or less. Why was the terror, of seeing this Kurdacher bone man, so great to cause the death of healthy young men, on a dark September night, in 1953? To understand, you must have a rudimentary knowledge, of the shamanistic principles of the Aboriginal people, of Australia. We will talk more about him, later. The shamanic traditions, of the Aboriginal people of Australia, have remained largely unchanged, for thousands of years. These traditions, have survived with 200 years of Western colonization, and the determined efforts, of Christian missionaries. This makes Aboriginal shamanism, unique among the ancient traditions, because of its capacity to survive, and resist change. The Aboriginal Australians, migrated to Northern Australia, from Asia, some 50,000 years ago. The oldest petroglyphs and pictographs, date back to over 40,000 years. They tell us a timeless story about the birth of the universe, the nature of reality, and how we can live in harmony with the true reality of life. In the beginning, there was infinity. In this infinite space, lived powerful beings. These beings, were the great ancestors of humanity, and their dreams formed the world, as we know it today. Since everything came from the dream time of these beings, the world as you see it, is not the true world. Life as we live it, is just a shadow within this dream. And this, creative dreaming, continues. After they finished creating the world, the great ancestor beings, turned themselves into the rocks, the trees, and the landscape, and gave to mankind the power, of dream time. All of the shamanic traditions, of the aboriginal people of Australia, are derived from this core concept. The goal of all rituals, is to take a dream journey with the great primordial ancestors. It is only in making this journey, that we can see the true reality of life and to harness the powers, that flows from this truth. This power, can be used for good, or for evil. It can heal. And it can also kill. Before we talk about the use of supernatural powers, we need to talk about the practitioners of this power, the Aboriginal Shaman, and why this title, may be politically, incorrect. Some Australian Aboriginalists, prefer the names, medicine men, doctor men, clever men, or men of high degree. They prefer not to be called shamans, because they feel the name implies, someone with special privileges within a social group. We will call them, men of high degree. Although they have shaman-like powers and skills, they will have no extra privileges, and lead a normal life, like everyone else. These men of high degree, can commune with the dead, see the ancestral spirits, change their shapes, project themselves across great distances, and can both heal, and harm. The Aboriginal shamans, or men of high degree, undergo initiation, in similar ways, as most other cultures. The powers, can be passed down by inheritance. It can be given to someone, from another clever person. It can be obtained, from a personal quest, a spiritual experience, or as a calling, from the spirits of the dead. Here are some examples. 
In Eastern Australia, sacred quartz and other special stones, are inserted into a novice through an incision, or rubbed into the body. Once inserted, the novice becomes transformed and gains the power of the stones. This ritual is based on the creation myth, where natural objects became sacred, when the great ancestors became the objects. Like doctors, Australian shaman may specialized in particular areas. Among the Aryan Tay people of Central Australia, the Kurdacha or the Kurdacha man, specializes in the dark art, of execution. It is his job, to avenge the death of a person, by killing the enemy of the deceased, using shamanistic techniques. The first step, is to identify the person guilty of the crime. If the dying person knows, they will tell the name to a medicine man. If not known, or the person dies before saying the name, the medicine man will look for signs at the gravesite. The identity of the person may take time, but it will eventually be known. Once known, a council meeting is held, composed of elder men from the family. If it is decided that the death should be avenged, the Kurdacha is called. Before the Kurdacha man begins his work, his small toe is ritually dislocated with a stone. Once the toe is dislocated, he can wear the Kurdacha shoes. The footwear consists of emu feathers, matted together with clotted human blood, and hair. The shoes are considered so powerful and lethal, they are kept far away, from the women, and children of the community. He is then ready to kill the victim, through a ceremony called bone pointing. The instrument of death, is a bone, that's pointed on one end, and covered with a lump of plant resin on the other. The clever man will take this bone into the world of dreamtime, where it will become supercharged with immense power. It will then become a lethal weapon, in this world, which can then be used to curse, or kill. The sight of a Kurdacha bone man, is enough to create intense fear. It was reported in the 1952 Adelaide Advertiser, that several indigenous men died mysteriously, while working in the gold mines of the Tanimai Desert, after seeing a Kurdacha man. In 2004, a bone curse was placed, on the political career of Australian Prime Minister John Howard, as he left a party meeting, by an Australian Aborigines. The Prime Minister smiled, and waved at the woman known only as Mupa. He would later dismiss the curse. At that time, he had been in Parliament for over 20 years and Prime Minister for 11 years. Within 36 months, he would lose his bid for re-election by a landslide. Ending, his political career. He would never, hold office again. In closing, I would like to suggest a book, published in 1987, by the late Bruce Chatwin. The book is called, Song Lines. In it, he chronicles his experiences with the Aboriginal people, as he walked and hitchhiked his way across the outback of Australia. In his book, he writes the following. The Aboriginal creation myth tells the story of legendary totemic beings, who once wandered over this continent in dreamtime, singing out the names of everything that crossed their path, and so singing the world into existence. This is why, songs are so sacred to Aboriginal people. Certain phrases, certain combinations of musical notes, are thought to describe the footsteps, of the great ancestors of humanity.
and it struck me. For the Australian Aboriginals, their land is a vast network of invisible power lines or song lines, each with its own set of stories and songs, known only to the shamans of each area. These song lines or song maps, takes the shaman to secret caves and sacred springs, where they can become with dream time, nightingales, ravens, stones or even the stars.